Welcome to the Magnetic Feminine Power for Entrepreneurs. This is the podcast for heart-centered, ambitious entrepreneurs who are done hustling and ready to infuse more joy and pleasure in their business. This is for you if you're ready to get visible, to stand out and become irresistible to your soul clients. I'm your host, Camille Bussin-Thompson, a business and visibility coach, and I'm here to remind you that it doesn't have to be hard. You already have all it takes to create the life and business you desire. All you need is to let go of stories, keeping you small, show up with a simple plan and be yourself. Let's get you seen and well-paid. Get ready to become magnetic. And welcome to episode 12, season 2 of this podcast. So today we're going to talk about burnout and how to make sure you are opting out of burnout in the process of building your business. In our culture, burnout is so present that whether you experienced it personally or not, we can all understand and relate. We get why it happens. Like when a society praise performance and productivity like ours and undervalue the importance of rest, slowing down, tending to yourself, it's so easy to get sucked into doing more, doing it faster, at a cost of our well-being. And my approach to building and running your own business, learning to rebalance doing with being, tending to our body, our nervous systems, is non-negotiable. I believe that only then we can truly build a business that is fulfilling not just on a financial level, but also on a soul level, like making sense for us and taking our whole being into account in this equation. Opting out of burnout to me means having and prioritizing enough self-care practices as being part of your business. There's two kinds of self-practices. The ones that will nurture you, your senses, your body, your nervous system, they are all nurturing. It could be spending time in nature, taking a bath, being with friends, laughing, all of that. And then you have the other kind of self-care practices. They are more about addressing the challenges, addressing the issues, the blockages, because you're going to face some challenges as you are growing into your business. There's always a next stage when you are expanding into the next stage. You have to face a challenge. And the way to do that is also self-care. For me, that looks like doing some breath work, uh, getting coached. All of these are self-care. It's tending to your mental and emotional well-being. So today in this episode, I invited Nicole Barton, who's a feminine leader and magical teacher, to talk about burnouts, to see what's really happening and how to deal with it. Enjoy this episode. Hey, so welcome, Nicole. I'm very happy to have you on the podcast. And before we dive into the topic of burnout um, and how it applies for us uh, in business, I would love for you to share a bit more about who you are, what you do. Um, Just go ahead and introduce yourself. I love that. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And um, 
<laughs> the how what I do is, is always an interesting one when we're talking about business, I think. <laughs> you know, I would say that I am a magical teacher rather than um, necessarily. Well, I mean, there's an element of business teaching within my mystery school. Um, and essentially, that is what I'm guiding women into, but in a very magical way. So, um, yeah, I'm the founder of Archetypal Apothecary Mystery School, which is all about archetypal remedies. There's a lot of work with the witch, which you can probably dive into. Um, not necessarily the practical witch, but um, like not a practicing witch as such, but um, the witch is an archetypal lens, um, which is always an interesting one when we're looking at burnout as well. So so I'm sure we can dive into that. But um, yeah, that's that's who I am. Magical teacher, <laughs> helping yeah. feminine spiritual leaders heal burnout and, and all sorts of other things, mainly centered around power, magic and self-expression. I love that you guide uh, spiritual leaders into more of their magic. And I know we have a lot in common because we both help women in their self-expression in you know owning their gifts and mm. expanding them offering them but you are doing it uh your unique way i love the mystery school names and all of that and uh about the burnout i know we we had a conversation before this uh around this topic because i know this is something that you know well that you've both experienced in your personal life but also mm -hmm. like you guide your uh, clients are also experiencing that maybe to some degree so like what's your relationship with burnout and feel free to share as much or as little as you want uh, about it I love that question and one of the things that feels important to speak to first is that the way I see burnout is probably different to the way that most of the world sees burnout <laughs> through the magical lens um I mean I have been in burnout you could say um a fair few times in my life it's almost like a repeating pattern that kept coming back around and so I see burnout as like an initiation really um and so one of the things that I have seen about it and I'll share a little bit more about my journey but one of the things that I've seen about burnout is that really it's almost like a sign that we're away from the full deep true expression of our soul and it's, it's happened to me several times in my life um, where I think for my first experience of burnout was when I was age 10. So really quite young, like as a little girl to experience. Um, yeah, I mean, I was completely wiped off my feet. I was in essentially in a wheelchair for a year and I missed a whole year of school. So it was quite a significant amount of burnout. And at the time, um, I was kind of initiated into magic and my mum kind of went down the magical path of trying to heal me. And I worked with homeopathy was one of the main things. And these homeopathic remedies kind of have their own archetypal personalities. And over a period of time, that was the main thing that seemed to, we tried lots of different things, but that was the main thing that seemed to help. And what I see now um, was that that was essentially um, me working with these archetypal remedies to come back to the true expression of my soul and, and heal all the all the parts of me that were kind of separate, the, the parts that felt, I don't know, maybe that I wasn't enough, that I had to be more even just at that tender young age of 10. And the same happened to me when I was about 25 um, and I was uh, in, a, in, a, in a quite a successful brand management career. Um, and, you know, I'd been working really, really, really hard um, doing my MBA alongside full time work. And I also had another part time job. I was like really in the hustle um, kind of 
um, yeah, you call it the hustle kind of culture. And again, it was, I'd kind of forgotten about homeopathy after it healed me. I was like, wonderful, let's just go back into the mundane mainstream um, and spent my my life kind of on that hamster wheel chasing success, chasing, you know, what everybody seems to chase in this in this modern culture. And again, was completely wiped off my feet. Um, and at that time, again, I felt like such a, a deep sense of failure. Uh, I lost my job, but actually retrained in magic. And again, homeopathy was one of the things that healed me. And I remember at the time saying, if homeopathy heals me again, I'm going to devote my life to it. And funnily enough, that's exactly what happened because homeopathy is also the lineage now of my um my archetypal mystery school so I had no idea at the time that that's what was redirecting me um but yeah it was it was essentially what did and and yeah I'm going to pause there to see if we've got any questions around that (laughs) yeah well thank you for sharing the stories I think that it's a very interesting way to look at what burnout is here to come and teach us and the way that you described it feels like uh, each time it went to 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 contact you was to lead you back to your truth or uh, mm. as you say your soul's path truth, and yes, so I I think that this is a beautiful way to look at it, and I don't think most of us look at it this way, like the the burnouts, um, especially in the companies and in the in the hustle cultures associated with like the symptoms of burnouts. Um, and I like that you offer this this reframe of how you can look at it uh, for everyone experiencing it or had experienced that. I personally never experienced the symptoms of burnout per se, but I completely can relate to being in a performance uh, culture where you just need to hustle. I've worked in um, bigger companies as well before I did other stuff and started to do yoga teaching and like went away from that. Uh, and I understand the impact and the stress and the mentality, the mindset of it. And I think this is like systemic. It's it's impacting everyone, not just women, but just everybody. Um, mm-hmm. and if we can see where in each of our lives it touches us more deeply, it bites us a bit, then yes, we can use that, as you said, to take that as a sign like well maybe you're not uh, fully doing what you're supposed to do or you're not like I can only think back for myself in the moment where I was feeling out of alignment or really not where I should be when I was working in in, in one of the companies that I was working for and value wise it felt wrong it didn't feel like it was what I was supposed to be doing it led me to make other decisions at this time and choose to go back to being in my body and choosing to teach yoga. So at the time it was one step closer mm-hmm. toward who I am and what I'm meant to be doing. And so I really, I really understand and, and resonate with what you shared in your journey with like how we can see that, but it's hard to see it in the moment. I don't know how you mm-hmm. experience it, but in the moment you're just like suffering. I'm, I'm thinking back to your 10 year old self just yeah. feeling this is unfair and what's happened, you know, what is happening. Um, and you have now this wisdom of looking it back and teaching people how to use it this way. When did you like shift it from like, this is happening to me uh, to, well, actually this is teaching me something and this is taking me closer to, to, to home. Mm, I love that you shared that um, because it's, again, there's a, 
in the in the kind of personal development world, I think there's a lot of of kind of like reframing and like being positive and and this is something that I've really deeply journeyed with. And a lot of my work is around kind of the wounded inner child and and like really allowing her voice to be to be seen and and heard and felt and yeah it's not about kind of necessarily reframing it for me um it's been a real journey although I have been in that there's like a a, a polarity between <laughs> kind of reframing and and being deeply in it as well um so yeah it's very much not about avoiding um the experience of that and and it's been a huge journey um and they really are. I see them as portals of initiation. We often think that change is is kind of. I don't know if we if we think it's easy actually, but we we often kind of just want the transformation to happen without seeing that there is a process of like being in the dark depths. And actually, when we look at the witch, you know, she is a dark <laughs> seen by society as this dark creature. That she really the symbol of of death in many ways. And it does. It has been a process of really embracing that aspect of like allowing old parts of ourselves to die and be be reborn um yeah so it's been it's been a real journey i think the witch herself has been a big part of that um one of the things that i was going to speak to i don't know if it's necessarily um answering your question but there's what can happen when we go into burnouts is we can either um completely be in hustle and, and then go into the burnout and when that happens we can then go into like an avoidance of burnout I know we were talking about this in in the kind of pre pre-chat before um whereby when we've been in that hustle and it is it has been so dark and so awful we can then think that the answer and the solution is to go into complete avoidance of burnout. I think this kind of goes in, ties into the not avoiding because this is something that happens is that we have that horrible dark experience and then we swing to the other the other end of the pole into doing nothing. And I, this is something that I've seen is really common for my women who are here to be, you know, feminine spiritual leaders they can have spent so long in hustle in their careers and and then actively trying to avoid going into that same burnout, which I think is really worth illuminating. Um, and this is a natural thing that we do is that kind of swinging to the opposite end of the pole. And um, I remember when I was when I'd kind of created my spiritual business, very much being in that place of like well now I'm just going to trust the universe and allow all that to <laughs> that to just flow and it's been a the, I say the deeper journey for me has been the alchemizing of seeing that there, there's those two poles and fully living from choosing to fully live from soul um, rather than avoidance of burnout which has involved being in that burnout allowing it to 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 come to a place of acceptance with it as well I don't know if that fully answers your question but it feels like it was there's some gold in there somewhere (laughs) yeah no no totally I think this is this is key and we had talked about that like this uh, uh how do you journey from you know from an experience of burnout wherever that looks like for you and what you take from it this journey can lead you to certain like avoidance patterns or reactions Mm -hmm. and I can relate and I understand also uh, that this idea of like 
I've been in the doing so much. Now I'm not going to do as much. I'm going to allow more. And so that's also, I see that with the, the clients I work with, not wanting to take too much action or feeling procrastinating, mm. avoiding. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. And I think there's a real fine balance between kind of allowing ourselves to be in burnout and not getting stuck there and and being stuck there can also look like avoiding burnout as well. I think there's that that saying, I can't remember who said it, but what we resist persists. <laughs> um, so yeah, I love that. And um, it is something that I really see um, feminine soulpreneurs really struggle with. And often it can be, I know I've seen in my own clients and my own experience as well, that we can almost blame our careers for, bur- for burning out, like for, bur- for burning sound. I think that's the key piece about like when we own that this is actually something that's coming up as a pattern for us to see. Um, and I think the witch really helps us to do that as well, because the witch, when I talk about the witch, I'm really talking about archetypal psychology. So what that, what that means is when I, a few, few years ago, I started working with archetypes and they're almost like, Uh, For people who don't know about archetypes, they're almost like personality profiles that hold up a mirror to our souls and help us see what's really going on. So if we zoom out from when we're when we're not working with archetypes or in that kind of deeper analysis or or self-discovery, self-inquiry, it can really look like burnout itself is the block or some of its manifest symptoms. So the procrastination or those are the things that we were just talking about. It can really look like those are the things that, that are the issue. When, when we look at the witch, she's really like a powerful mirror to help us look internally at aspects of ourselves. And in particular, she is like a representation. If we look at the witch and how she's seen in society, she's really a representation of power, of magic and of self-expression. And it was really those three things that helped me to journey with burnout and heal uh, the underlying deeper, deeper shadows there. Because really what was happening if you go beyond the whole kind of um, surface level uh, ideas of burnout, really, I was just in shadow, in fear around my power. And that meant that I was micromanaging my energy instead of trusting myself to live from alignment. And particularly for me, the witch was potent because alignment was magic. And there was a lot of fear around expressing magic into the world when it's not really something that's accepted. So ultimately, I was just really scared of my power. yeah, no, I think that makes total sense. And I love that you work with archetypes. And I, I love the witch as an archetype as well. The the thing you just shared about what's the deeper things happening there is not owning parts of yourself, maybe shaming them or having them in the shadow and, and, and being in the closets and maybe in your experience in the spiritual closet and just being like, yes actually owning it uh, as the next level, uh, uh, as the next step. And, and this is hard. I mean, this is something that is is not talked about in the society very much. Like we are deeply scared of our most powerful gifts. I, I would love to know more about how you work with the witch. Um, um, firstly, I love what you shared there. It's something I call like a kinky pleasure, like <laughs> almost burnout, the manifestation of burnout. 
um is like a kinky pleasure of the witch in that you know there's there's a there's a, an advantage i know that sounds like it takes a lot, an almighty amount of power to own it that way i think is something that i've really seen but there's a there's kind of like a kinky pleasure of of not of being burnt out in that we don't have to be in our full power so i think that's one of the things that i really saw um around the witch and that really is that just reminds me of how much the witch really is um she uses her power against herself and she can then think that she's not powerful because she's essentially creating chaos and destruction yeah. <laughs> um and yet um it's really her that's creating it but she's creating it unconsciously so one of the ways that i work with the witch as a as a lens is really as a as a way of um well i see it that she's kind of there and she has the, all these different archetypal remedies as i talked about my my path has its lineage grounded in homeopathic personalities so um the way that i help women to feminine leaders to heal their blocks around power magic and um expression is to work with almost like this little their own little apothecary of remedies um and their their different archetypes in their own right it's like the witch is the overall lens uh, but she also has all these different medicinal archetypes that she can learn to work with and they're different energies so um for example if we're talking about power um then we'd have the remedy aurum which is um it's gold so you know gold is a lens you can see is like shiny it's it's abundant it's powerful um and this kind of this lens this archetypal lens will help us go into deeper self-inquiry um around things like the kinky pleasures that the witch has and and the the benefits that we're secretly getting from not being in our full power and then also the more on the more magical piece of that kind of going into ritual working with embodiment practices to like embody I, I say the gold of the remedies even though that remedy particularly <laughs> is gold as a remedy but by that I mean owning our power and embodying embodying our power through practices and ritual and calling in that energetic of gold. Um, so that could look like, I don't know, having having golden jewelry or something like that to really kind of harness that archetypal energy. Mm, I love that. Yes, I am a big. Uh, fan of rituals and embodiment practices so yes I and I love what you just shared about the gold and how you can bring it into your life through many different ways as well what would you say to someone who is maybe just feeling like they have a spiritual gift but they're not yet fully owning it I know a lot of my clients who have you know are very spiritual women have not always been like open to expressing it and it took them there was a journey for that so what would you what would you share mm, i think probably the first thing for all women who are in that scenario is to if, you know particularly for women who maybe are experiencing burnout because that is as i said often one of the signs um if we think about you know energy and power power really is energy so often burnout can be one of the one of the signs that you're being called to the witch so if that is something that these women are experiencing and they're wanting to be able to move deeper into their magical gifts i think the first thing is 
for me, it's always love. It's always like lovingly tending to the fears that are lying beyond the burnout. And I think that's probably a deeper inquiry. I'd say rather than, you know, I talk about um, uh, it's like the the work that I do is the woo deep. (laughs) And, And by that, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there in the spiritual world that I call woo light. And it's not intrinsically light. It's, you know, it's still really powerful magic. But there's this the way it's interacted with that we've been taught and conditioned by even like the, the masculine lens of magic that um, it's like an X, Y, Z, a logical linear path. And the woo deep is really it's going like a, a deeper layer beyond that. And I think for me, that's about really learning to love the parts of ourselves that have been shamed, have been, you know, we've pushed them into the corner. So if you're experiencing burnout, what is the deeper fear that's creating that? Because that's really, that's really the witch at play is there's a, there's an unconscious fear. Like we're usually pretty good at at looking at the conscious blocks that we have and seeing, you know, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm self-sabotaging or I'm procrastinating or, you know, all of these different things I'm distracting, I'm not taking action. And we tend to then kind of see those from through the personal development lens and we get our beaty sticks out and start beating ourselves up them and well we need to change this rather than doing that I invite women to like soften and begin to open their hearts seeing that this is being created unconsciously like it's innocent this isn't something that you know we've consciously chosen and there's a deeper block beyond those superficial blocks that wants some love there's a deeper wound I think um where essentially we've become split from our soul because our little girl learned that there was something to shame there's something to fear so my first inquiry for women who are there is like to look beyond like what is the deeper fear that's creating this pattern of burnout because it can be so easy to like beat ourselves up and judge ourselves and again (laughs) which is very much you know she has this big fear of judgment but often it's also herself that is judging and that's a big part of the Aurum picture as well this this picture of gold is there's you know if you think about the story of Icarus Icarus is very much you know he's trying to fly really close to the sun and then failed and, and often that's a pattern that these women will experience so yeah there's a lot of deeper self-inquiry and self-love that wants to be brought for us to be able to then go into the deeper work with the witch and these archetypes Yes, thank you for sharing that. I, I completely agree with uh, tending to the the deeper block underneath and, and doing it in a loving way, just not judging it again or l- removing the layers of self-judgment that are not necessary and just like really going to the, the depth of it. I think this is a, a beautiful first thing to, to, to do. So tell us more about how we can find out more about what you do, uh, your work. Yeah, so um, I'm just birthing my archetypal apothecary mystery school. It's been a work of several years of like <laughs> deep, deep work with them. Um, I've been doing this for, for a long time, been um, working with lots of different women. And really this is culminating in this place where I've really owned the lineage of my work and the archetypal remedies. Um, so I've been working with archetypes with women for a long time, but it, it never been like the remedies like it's really become clear to me how my own journey of burnout and the honoring and devotion to the remedies wants to be brought into my own path and I really think you know that's true of everyone 
um, everyone has their own archetypal story. And again, if we're feminine, aspiring feminine spiritual leaders, we're often taught by the masculine lens. I'm going off on, a, on another story here, but we're often taught by the masculine lens that our spiritual tools are our gifts. And actually, the deeper thing is really our own, our, you know, our own archetypal story of transformation. That's that's the real medicine. That's our real niche, essentially. That's the work I'm guiding women into. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm just about to birth the Archetypal Apothecary Mystery School with some, um, some crucibles. So I'm one of the ones that's coming up is Naja, which is the snake. That's all about expression. And then we will have gold later in the year and, um, also Luna, which is the moon. So it's all about magic. So, um, so yeah, they can find me, um, at I am Nicole Barton on Instagram or uh, at Archetypal Apothecary on Instagram as well, which is a new, new account. And then also on TikTok at Team Secret Witch, uh, so we also have a podcast called The Secret Witch Show, which is, another place that you can find that's available on all different platforms so those are the main ways at the moment <laughs> lovely well thank you and i'll we'll share all of the links to your work uh in the comments of the podcast so thank you so much well nicole for sharing your magic with us your presence and being able to talk to uh, be vulnerable about your own journey and and this topic of burnout and the many layers that actually are link to that topic and so thank you for being here today i really appreciate it oh it's my absolute pleasure no it's something that i really love to share and so thank you for having me hey this is the best part if you love the podcast and you know you're ready for more let's work together my six month transformational program is where i will guide you through my most effective coaching tools and powerful embodiment processes we'll get you clear on your strategy and will activate your ability to magnetize and receive more no matter what's happening in your life and business right now so you can make money consistently go to camillebussonthompson.com to book your free call now and if you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button and join me every other week on the new or full moon for inspiring and actionable episodes.